When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cool. Chat, can you hear me now? Yeah, it looks like they can hear me. Let me see. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Discord. I really, I oh, really would, that would honestly make me feel a lot better. Okay, hold on. I come. Okay. Um, no, you're still not coming through. Hold on one second. Sorry, guys. Guys, it's so much testing beforehand. World uh, America's Cup, excellent regatta. Interesting. Uh, the, the Americans apparently had won it for 132 years straight, and wow. the Australians were like, "Fuck it, we're doing it this year." And they put a whole team uh, together and beat it, them. It's fucking rad. Is that the thing where people are on boats? Yeah, that's always blows my mind that it's called the American Cup. They I, call, I, yeah, they called these. Well, I think we started it, and we were like, "We're fucking." Well, yeah, but like, a, like a, a, a cup, I always think it's like some sort of soccer thing, you know? And I always yeah, like, well, oh. Sorry, I'm no. really the conversation here. No, no right. I mean, we're hey, just, I like it all broke at this point. Um, also, yeah, I guess let's go back to standby. Uh, no, let's just rock. I mean, oh. there's no going oh. back from here. You're right. So You're right. Yep. We're live. Cool. Baby. Great. This is YouTube. Awesome. This is what happens here in production land. And welcome back to production land. The one and only Nick Scarpino. Hello, everyone. I had to catch up on three and a half hours of Game of Thrones last night, and I've never been happier. Over the weekend, I watched three hours of Game of Thrones in the entirety of Cobra Kai season five. And I thought to myself, I've done something right with my life, that this is what yeah. I have to do for work. Yeah, you definitely did. I'm so excited to have you back. Nick's been on vacation for the last two weeks in Portugal, which I'm sure we're going to talk about later this week on the Kind of Funny podcast. But I'm so excited to have you back on today of all days, because we get to do not only the Game of Thrones Hot D uh, screencast. We are doing Cobra Kai in review uh, later today for patreon.com slash kind of funny members. And then it'll go live for everyone tomorrow. And this might be like the greatest day of me talking about content of all time. So really excited to be here with, with all of you, uh, both watching live on YouTube right now and people that are going to be watching later. But of course, this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. So much is going on right now. We are trying to do weekly reactions to She-Hulk, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, and soon to be added to that list, Star Wars Andor. Um, I say try to because week to week dealing with the schedule is going to get tough. So this week, we're going to have to miss Lord of the Rings. Andy is taking a day off. So 
one week off of Lord of the Rings, but we'll be back next week. But She-Hulk's still happening. This is still happening. You're going to want to subscribe. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. What's really, no, sorry, slash Kind of Funny. What's really cool about all that is for the first time ever, we're doing an experiment here on the screencast. For the rest of September, we're going to try to do Kind of Funny screencast episodes live on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny as we record them for everybody. You don't even need the Patreon. You just get to be here. We're thinking about it. We've been doing tests. They've been going really well for Kind of Funny Games Daily. And I was thinking Games Daily, it's topical news that's happening right in the moment. Screencast, these things, us reacting to episodes we just watched, it just makes sense. So we're testing it out. Let's see how it all goes. Nick, I saw you had your hand raised. Remember, remember the rest of November, Tim. That's what we're going to say from now on. Uh, have we started a rivalry between the Thrones gang and the Ring gang? Because we have no, to start we have that it. Yeah. we got to yeah. start that, man. I mean, we're all, obviously, we're all Team Throne, right? Team Thrones? I, I am for sure. T-hot. Hell yeah, let's go. Okay, those stupid yeah. nerds from the Rings of Power series. I mean, Nick, go. I'm gonna be honest. I've been watching it, and like, is, is it, it good? Is it, it's extremely beautiful. Wow. But, okay, I gotta like, watch it. I'm excited. Like, I mean, personally, personally, I love it. A lot of good lore being thrown around, wow. uh, but also okay. boring. You know what I'm saying? Big nerds for nerds. dorks. We're I can't wait to watch Clerks three tomorrow. You know, it's gonna be so cool. <laughs> it's gonna be, We're gonna be so much so better. Cool. So We're also bad. doing Clerks 3 in review later this week as well. A lot of fun stuff happening here at Kind of Funny. Uh, also, Nick, Andy is on both Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings normally. He just couldn't make it today to this episode. Yeah, but... well, the proof's in the pudding here, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obviously, he's chosen pudding. his side. Yeah. His, he's chosen his side. That's clear. Remember, yeah. remember the rest of November. Remember, remember, of course, everybody. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, there's so much to remember here. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to be a Patreon producer, just like Fargo, Brady, and Molecule have done. Uh, they get the show ad free, and that's extremely cool for everybody involved. But for everyone else, let's just get right to it. Enough of the rambling, enough of the stuff, enough of the technical difficulties. Nick Scarpino, you yeah. have missed the last couple episodes of this show. Catch me up on your thoughts. Holy crap. This show is a winner. I'm really, really digging it. Uh, last night's episode, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. That was a that was a that was a, a fever dream for me when I watched that at like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what's going on in this? Isn't that an uncle? Wow, this is weird. Um, it's really, really cool. I I what I like about this show is that it seems Oh, oh you muted. I hit, the, I hit the F1 by Okay, My good? It. My back? Sorry. You're good. Yeah. You're back. I don't know what happened. I hit a button and everything on my Dis- computer just went, yeah. hello, we'd, li- we'd like to talk to you. Discord's having some issues and you guys are like freezing on my end. So that's interesting. I'll look into it. Cool. Always an adventure. I know. Um, it really is. I'm really liking this show. Uh, I'm, I'm really liking how, how it's starting to broaden out now. We're starting to get a sense of the other houses we're hearing about like and, and, and what the conflict's going to be. Um, and I just, I'm digging the the main characters i like the king i like the daughter that everyone's everyone's and the freaking this the crab feeder all of that visual all that stuff was just so game of thrones and you gotta Mm -hmm. love the production values of the show you gotta love the acting uh i'm just it's 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 hitting on all cylinders for me so far yeah what about this episode in particular this episode uh wow might have been the horniest episode of tv ever made i'm gonna i'm gonna say that right now we're gonna get that out there when okay can i be honest with you can we can we can we pull the curtain back for a second yes please do because you know we like to keep this austere this sort of veneer of professionalism in front of us we never talk about the sex on any of our podcasts right? yeah. we don't even have a full series about it called love sex and stuff that you guys just will check out millions of views when that when that dude won the tournament i was like all right who is this guy? What's going on with this guy? And then when he was guarding her room, I was like, all right, come on. You can't. Who made this choice? Who made this choice? She did. That guy might be clear. Um, yeah, fair enough. 
he might be one of the best looking human beings I've ever seen in my life. And that scene where she just pulls him in, I'm like, wow, this is this is fucking this is hot, hot heat captured on celluloid right now. It's going to take a while. There's a lot of armor there. Oh, it's so much armor. I've never I never thought that 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 you could take someone's armor off all soul tree and shit. It was uh, it was great. I mean, obviously, that's what we're talking about, right? Like, this is Game of Thrones. It's not going to end well for this guy. If someone, if the king <laughs> finds out, or if the hand finds out that that this guy was the was the one that really sullied her virtue, quote unquote, I, I don't I don't see this going well. Knowing my Game of Thrones history, uh, you know, it, it, traditionally guys like this who have been put in this role, who come from like a lower house, uh, get used as pawns and probably uh, bled to death by the Red Witch or uh, or killed. <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows what's going on with this guy? Uh, but this episode was great, and obviously we're seeing like we're seeing. Um, I meant to bring her name up. What's the princess's name? Rhaenyra's. Rhaenyra. 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 Mm-hmm. I believe so. Cool. We're seeing no her kind of come into our own, her own, which is great. We're seeing Matt Smith sort of, uh, his character sort of kind of come full circle. Uh, and we're finding him sort of broken, but still very, very dangerous. Uh, I just, yeah, it's super entertaining. This show is great. Kevin. Dude, I am having such a good time with this show. I feel like this episode brought up a lot of really interesting and wild things. I was a bit confused. I, to- I told you before we started on what went down with the uncle. I was like, did they, did they just, did they just fuck or, or like, did they get close? And like, thankfully they have those little, uh, uh, little breakdowns of the director at the end of the show. Um, I didn't watch the full thing. I just watched enough to be like, oh, he was, he seems like, oh, he was in, like having a problem with impotent, impotency, impotency. Um, so that gave me a lot of clarity, but yeah, this this episode was was wild. I liked the the, the moment when the hand was like, you know, your your daughter was seen at this brothel, and sh- and he was kind of like, so like, I I liked it for for a bit. He was like, and what of it? Like we went to brothels growing up, you know? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until it was like with your brother <laughs> that uh, things got a little bit more serious. Uh, I'm having a blast with this show. It's like every episode ends and I'm like, oh, can't wait for next week. Uh, can't wait to talk to people about this. And like it's it's doing everything Game of Thrones should. Uh, I, there was that moment where they heat up the sword real hot and it's like fucking the story of ice and fire. It's like, I don't you don't need to do this. Did like, anyone else think that they were going to heat it up and, and look over the horizon? And be like that's that's what the MacGuffin is. That's where we got to go next. <laughs> Fuck, they did do little, that, didn't that they? Little, that was a little Star Wars reference for everyone. In little Star Rise Wars, yeah, that sucked. Remember that? That, that was, was great. Why do we even bring film. stuff up, Nick? Why do you got to bring stuff up? Anyways, I liked it. Um, <laughs> so like that was the one moment where I was like, like we, you don't need to touch on these older things. Like we get it, you fucked up. We we're ready to forgive if you're ready to forget. You know what I mean? Let's just mm-hmm. do that. Let's agree. We can drop that stuff. I'm having so much fun. I can't wait to see where this show goes. Good episode. Tim, what did you think? I loved it. The show continues to give me everything I want, which is just the game being back. But I think that this episode kind of moved the this series in a different direction that I really appreciated, that it was unique compared to Game of Thrones. Like, sure, we've seen sex in Game of Thrones. We've never seen it like this. We've never seen it so focused on two characters like the entire time. And having it be this like really interesting combination of lust, potential love, different types of love, like so many different things where we've had moments of like, you know, uh, like with Stark 
and uh, Catelyn, right? Like, like true love shit. We also mm-hmm. had the Jon Snow, Egret in the cave, getting their fuck on, and there you was there was definitely hot. chemistry there. There, like, there, there was something. This is different though. Like, this kind of feels like it. It got a lot more intimate and lasted and stayed in that moment for a lot longer. Like, it really felt like the world's sexiest Aladdin. You know, yeah, and it's like the fact that it was as sexy as it all was, it, but it's like, oh, but you're his uncle. Like it, it's. I think they did a great job, and the I did not expect there to be chemistry between the two of them, and I was like immediately like I was wrong. Like goddamn, they sold this so freaking hard, and they sold it for what felt like three hours. That might have been the longest episode of TV ever, but it didn't feel that way. It felt like it was just kind of like. We were just living in this moment, and it reminded me a lot more of Euphoria than Game of Thrones, mm. which I think is really cool. And um, I'm happy that we're starting to see the show not just be more Game of Thrones, but be more Game of Thrones with a twist. And if they're going to keep doing this, which the last couple episodes have had hints of, but I think this one went furthest into, uh, I can't wait to see where it all goes. G did have uh, one note where she said, girl, you shouldn't have made out with your uncle in public. That's what it all comes down to. Yeah, you got to get private. private. That's a great call. If I had a nickel, you know, yeah, you really got to be in private. Oh. I, I will say, like, I, I think they did a really, really good job. I, I their dynamic, the relationship between uh, between Renera and uh, I got to uh, Damon. So interesting because he obviously is like the exciting uncle, right? But then seeing him abuse that or like or use that against her to sort of seduce her and have her, her and, and have that be what we can only assume, I guess, is like her first real sexual sort of awakening moment, right? Because like she obviously, I don't know, I, I guess it's fair to say she was mildly attracted to the to, to the knight, but I think she really kind of recru- like recruited him based on his merits, not necessarily his looks, right? She mm-hmm. saw him uh, during the tournament and he asked for her favor and all that stuff, but I don't know that she was necessarily taken with him until right. Damon sort of awakened that part of her and then seeing her go and, and, and go forward and then like it's going to be so interesting to see what she chooses next is she gonna i guess she's gonna marry the the sea snake guy right the son of the sea snake that's what she said at the end of this episode oh uh, well that's Virginia. what the dad said right yeah yeah right well i so think we'll she see. i think she said at some point she was like i will go do that i will do that but <laughs> last episode right so she was yeah. saying he was saying i want you to to marry whoever you want to and she was like right I'll do it. I get it. I know what this game is or whatever. Right. But with the amount of time jumps and shit that they've already done, it's like, who the fuck knows? Like, I they're keeping us on our toes. Go for it, Nick. At one point, did did, did Hightower suggest that she get betrothed to her brother? Yes. Wow. Yes. Hightower, Hightower is playing the game too hard. Like, it's he's playing cool. hard, bro. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, seems like the game might be over for him because he seems like he's getting sent home. Yeah. Which uh, I loved. You know, I, what? I, I loved... I love that the king kind Called of like, like you, yeah, you were saying it earlier, Kev, about like him standing up for his daughter. But like even more than that, like I love that we're seeing this king, and now we're, we've had him for a couple episodes, but a couple episodes is a couple years in their their world, and seeing him kind of just be this like kind of useless king and get a lot of evidence of that. Like even we saw with like him unable to kill the the boars or whatever, not the boars, the um, I forget the, the, name, the fancy name they had yeah. for the the deers, but like that whole thing, like um. To see that the transition from that to him kind of standing by his daughter and then now in this kind of figuring out the game and just being like, bro, you're, I, I, it's clear what you're doing here, dude. Like, well, I didn't expect well, that. Also, like, while his body so is cool. decaying, which is right. like yes. from whatever, know? like, is and we don't even know what that what's causing that, right? Is that well, dragon I, scale or is this the chair? Else? No, yeah, I think he's getting infections from small cuts from, the, from, the, from chairs. Hit on the chair. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't even, uh, I didn't yeah. even grasp that. Someone should be like, yo, put a couple pads on that bad boy. Yeah. It's like when you sit on like on like outdoor furniture that's been out there for a long time and it kind of pokes you. Yes, uh, that's exactly it's, what it's like. It's <laughs> very interesting because 
obviously this king is not the fastest on the uptake, right? Like he's not the best king. He's kind of allowed has allowed himself to be played by both his brother and by Hightower, who's a lot more uh, subtle about it. But even I could see coming from a mile away, I was like, okay, clearly he's setting his daughter up to be the next queen, right? He's setting himself up for Lenny. I don't think I don't buy that he's gone forever, by the way, because obviously his grandson is going to be is, might be king one day. We don't know, and you know what's going to happen with that. Who knows? The king might die and. and all sorts of shit can happen. But what I thought was interesting was all the stuff, all the pomp and circumstance around the, 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 whatever that stag was or that, that, that deer. And he was like, Oh, no one's seen like this. This is a princely thing. This is a thing. And I was like, did he just man, did they just have this thing on the standby and they're just conning the King into thinking that their son is like super, his son, his grandson's super special because of this or his son rather. It's all, it's all this crazy. Like I, I would be so paranoid if I was this guy. I'd be like, are you just playing me, homie? Like, what's going on? I here? mean, he, he did say that. He was like, hey, it's real convenient that, like, you know, my, like, was it my grandfather was, like, king of the hand for, like, five days, and then you became king of the yeah. hand. Oh, he's calling from, out like, Yeah, a normal person to the second most important person in all of Westeros right, in, five in five days. days. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty but, cool like, you know, not, not, like, pretty cool. Also, I want to give a shout-out to the fact that for some reason, and I guess this isn't important to them, they were like, we have to have a Lannister in here. And he has to have a twin brother. And that's going to be really confusing for Nick to watch at midnight. I forgot the names that they had, but I kept making fun of them last <laughs> week. Jason. Wait, Nick. So weird. Jason. It was fucking Jason Lannister, which is so funny. And Nick, what was your reaction to the fucking pug? Oh, man. I was like, they got pugs in this universe? <laughs> like, how funny is it? Like, it's oh, like the Starbucks great. cup where it's like, that's not right. Like, that's, that's not right. <laughs> I thought a pug, when I saw the pug, I was like, that thing should have some wings or some shit on it. Like, you can't just be having a random fat ass pug in this thing. I mean, they so have boars and stuff. Cutie. Yeah. They do. They do. They I know, but a boar and a pug seem like they're a different, like. It's a little anachronistic, please. right? It does feel like they just ran. Someone was like, can I, I just, I need the dog. I just want to pet my dog while I'm on it. Let her have the dog. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, before we continue talking about this, though, let's take a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, MeUndies, head to toe for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell 
everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes their first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's s-h-o-p-i-f-y dot com slash kfgames, all lowercase. It's just you see you see like a, a one of those tin thermos, like what are those called, the little water bottles that he's got? You yeah. don't expect there to be milk in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating honey waffles. So I like, there has to be milk. I can't just, you know. No, I don't. I mean, I, you're yeah. not wrong. I just, I was, very I, good. You're, you're such a water drinker. I thought that was going to be water, but I, God, I hope you don't leave that in the sun. I just love no, that. Kev, Kev, was, Kev was just taking it down. Pounding he it. Put, puts it down. He just goes, ah, I just love milk. I just, I had <laughs> the guys, I had the perfect combination of waffle with like this. The, the honey's like kind of dried up and it's just, yeah. it's per, it's a good experience. The waffles gotten a little stale from just sitting here and, and like the, the milk just, it hit right. It hit right. Good. It seems right. <laughs> a lot of things hit right in this episode. I love that they made the, the politics sexy. You know, it's like we mm-hmm. we are so the, our favorite thing about Game of Thrones is all is the throne play. It's all the right. the, the pol- political shit of like putting things in positions, or whatever. And I love how they've done that now and just made it so sexual. And it's like it's again always been sexual, but I yeah. feel like the sex part of Game of Thrones has rarely been the like political intrigue side of it. Like there's mm-hmm. certain elements of it, like the, even Jamie and Cersei fucking and getting seen by Bran. Like right. there's political elements the to that, for, but like. Yeah. This like him bringing her to the brothel, like that whole thing was like, oh my god, like they're doing this shit, and like he is doing something, you know, like he, yeah, because remember he w- would often go to the brothels, and people were like, there was the like the spy chambers and shit that he was a part of all that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what's gonna come from that element of all this, you know? Uh, that is a good question. I don't know. I will say, I I think they just did such a great job shooting that entire thing right because at first you're like you know her finding the map her finding the clothes all that stuff sneaking out not even realizing that there's like this secret passage behind her bed all that stuff and i love that it was like behind the bed uh and then just feeling that excitement like you this is one of the things that i love specifically about hbo's production values is you just feel like as she's wandering through the city it's just good enough and there's just enough uh, a set dressing of production value for you to really feel like you're in that and it's and it's scary and it's dangerous and it's sexy and it's like it's exciting right all, all the stuff that she's going through and then when we finally get to that last shot where there's just a moment in that brothel where there's just a lot of bodies mm-hmm. like together oh and everyone's got like everyone's just for lack of a better term just sucking something i don't know what's happening but it's just it, it looks like, as Shakespeare once said, the beast with two backs, except this one was like the beast with about 400 Othello. backs. Othello. It was a thought. Yeah, perfect. Um, and just, yeah, I didn't even catch, by the way, that, that he was an impotence thing. I thought he was I I thought either. He a crisis I don't think they showed that well. Yeah. Like, I, I none of us I did. Was... Kev just saw it because the director thing said it. But I, I watched thought... the director thing because I was like, I'm confused on what's Like, yeah. did they have sex and it was 30 seconds? Because, like, I mean, it happens, you know? Right. What um, was your read on it, Nick? I just thought he was – I thought he had a moment where he was like, this is I, this is even too far for me. And then – but I get, but after that conversation with the king where he sort of like hung over on the floor, that makes a lot more sense because he was going to – he was trying to 
knock her up basically like he was or at least trying to uh, like uh, you know sully her reputation to the point because he knew people were watching obviously to the point where he was the only uh, suitable suitor for her that makes sense to me it's a it's an insidious and fucked up plan but that makes sense but i did not catch that he was unable to do that uh i am curious to see if anything came of that night though specifically uh but i guess now that she's got that tea at the yeah, end which she's, is so yeah. fucking ominous where, yeah. And I love, and also, by the way, it's like, you want to talk about Game of Thrones perfect, like, like what Game of Thrones is is so good at doing, is that the, the Meister comes in and he puts the tea down. And he goes, he says, in case any unfortunate, I forget how he phrased it, but it was like, in case any unfortunate things come of, you know, last yeah. consequences come. And she, uh, the, uh, the actress that's playing the young Renera, it's just such a great job of just looking at it and you see the reaction where she gets it, where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, oh, fuck. Well, like, I, I understand. I, you know, I also love that he was up. like, uh, your dad sent this, like, yeah. even though he like was like, sure, I believe you, you know, here's just something in just in case just you were lying case. to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so. it's and it's such a it's such a it's like a fucked up moment that she does such a great job playing both those actors in that scene does such a great job playing it because, you know, with, with great narrative like this, it's so much of the stuff that's unsaid that really tells the story. And it's it's her reaction to that and her reaction. Like, I ha- <laughs> like this is the place I've put myself. This whole thing is a screwed up situation. And now I have this choice to make whether or not I'm going to take this. And I think she's probably going to drink the stuff. Um, so far, I've, I'm really impressed with Renera. Like her character in episode one, I was kind of like, all right, let's see where this goes. Like, I don't know if she's going to be like strong enough to be the lead in something like this, especially because Game of Thrones. I mean, I guess Jon Snow is the lead, but it, it took a while for that. to. There be was the a case. lot of leads. You know? uh, yeah, there was a lot of leads, but like eventually, it kind of felt like okay, we have like the solid crew, and that's just because who survived. But well, like, I say they started whittling it down pretty exactly. quickly. Exactly, second to last episode. Uh, but with I, this, it's like shit, she's clearly she is the lead in but, this, you know. And so, uh, sorry, I'm just gonna add, but I'll, I'll let you finish your thought. Well, I was just saying, I feel like she's really impressing me. I feel like that is another thing that separates this from Game of Thrones is that. Um, her development so far, and again, a lot of that is because there's been the time jumps, but like, I feel like she, the, and the actress, I don't know her name, but she does a great job of portraying that growth mm. and also making choices that feel uh, anachronistic to choices we've seen characters make in mm. Game of Thrones before. They're like atypical of the normal kind of storylines that they have. And uh, again, I mean, her fucking her uncle, nothing new for Game of Thrones, but how she's trying to fuck her uncle, that whole thing, how they're presenting it, I think that is new. And I feel like a lot of that rides on her performance, and I think she's really bringing it. What are you going to say, Kev? So I, I was going to say it's it's crazy because I really like her, and her name is Millie Alcock. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoy her performance and I think it's bringing a lot to the character, but it's also like we know this isn't the final person to play this role. Yeah, like that's so, what's crazy about it. Yeah, like when when is that time jump happening? Right, when we get we get Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook taking over those two roles. And shout out to Olivia Cook, by the way. Wait, um, Olivia. Oh, got it. Olivia, Olivia Cook's Cook going to be the the Hightower. queen character, Alice, yeah. Hightower yeah. character, um, which is cool. Which sure. well, spoilers, I guess she lasts the next episode, doesn't get killed. Um, you never know with Game of Thrones. You yeah, never know. also, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, don't don't trust IMDb's like uh, episodes, episode numbers, Anything. right? Yeah, like yeah. how many? Yeah, they they don't that's know. You know, it's all guessing. That's fair. Um, no, Tim, I think that's a, I mean, I think that's a great point, right? That's one of the reasons why I'm really, really enjoying the series. When they first announced it and they talked about, uh, it being a, a prequel, I was like, ah, I don't like prequels, right? What have I always say? I beat it over the, beat a dead horse, right? Where I'm like prequels, it's never fun. Cause you know how inevitably, you know how it's going to end. But what I think they really, really were smart about, they were like, listen, Game of Thrones, 
at the end of the day, sure, there's some cool dragon fire and a lot of cool, uh, you know, weapons and shit being used in some battles and stuff. But at the end of the day, really, it's about the politics and the character and the characters' uh, growth and their conflict. And f- seeing her where she started and what we're four episodes in now. This is episode four, and yeah. seeing her now tested and put down and 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 really challenged and her like defying her father in that third episode where she's like no i'm just gonna take the dragon and get that egg back right and she did it without bloodshed and then being chastised for that right being chastised for her opinion uh in the council room and having and being shut down and then seeing her sort of like rebel against that that's this is fascinating to me i want to see where she's gonna be i want to see if she becomes now i'm like this is a person that's on her way to becoming a queen that's going to be a good ruler because she's been tested and because she has that perspective. Uh, and she, when she started, yeah, she was like, even the way they shot it, she was she just read as this like young, young, young person. And now she's really coming into her own. It's cool to see that. And that's just such a master stroke with, with, uh, with how the writers are really handling this material. And a point that you're making there about um, this kind of like the prequel thing and how I feel like most of us are aligned where it's like, yeah, like prequels are always harder because we're just kind of waiting for them to reference the things we actually know and like. But what I think that this show is doing well with it is the the stuff Kev was talking about doesn't bother me as much. Cause I, I feel like it's like, uh, light enough that it's kind of just like peppering and like reminding people that aren't talking about this with their friends week to week. What's up? I just, I just think that they're trying to like, make the you know the the that last season stronger by like building in the like look it was all built up to that and it's like you can't do that retroactively like that's yeah. some well, shit I you appreciate supposed to put doing in it. the well I, yeah I'm just saying like that's some shit you should put in season 1 you know put so that in season I, 1 I I yes but with what we're at now I appreciate the doing I think that it's light enough that I I like that but what I like even more is how they strengthen kind of what we know about and like things like uh, more like ideas that they've talked about that we're so familiar with, like the Iron Throne, but seeing him actually bring a sword to put on the throne, I was like, this is fucking cool. It's like, that is like the type of things that prequel, I think, can actually enhance. It's not just, oh, R2-D2's here, but it's like, oh, this thing that we know about, we're actually seeing the process happen. I, it's I funny because I until you guys told me I was like, is he just got a staff infection? <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> He's just got a really bad. I did I did not even but pick I, up because I I remember he he pricked his finger. Yeah, and then I, they don't really call attention to it. But then they're like, he they also had to cut the fingers off. Right? He also pricked his his back his at back, one point. Yeah. yeah, which we see him like be uncomfortable by. It's such an interesting yeah. concept, kind of on the nose, but I love it that the throne is is literally killing him. Yeah, as well as as it's as uh, figuratively killing him, which is cool. The, in like I think other seasons of game of thrones they talk about like the throne kind of like doing that to certain people and and kind of like choosing its leaders a little of mm, like when when it thinks it's not worthy it like fucks you up like that so sick yeah um could we go i i missed a couple episodes i just want i wanted to touch on one thing before yeah. we rounded it up was it when they <laughs> When the when the 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 sea snake was like you should marry my daughter she's young but it's okay. And then they cut to her, him walking with her. Was that like jarring for anyone? I was like, oh, she's oh, yeah. real young. <laughs> that was, oh, that like, was horrifying. That I was, was like, horrifying. That is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And that, 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 I, don't, I meant to look up the young actress's name, but I, I, I ran out of time today. But she did a great job. Yeah. Like, is that what yeah. your dad told you to say? And she's like, uh, <laughs> like I'm out of my depth here. But yeah. man, that was shocking to see that they mm-hmm. would actually consider that. But yeah, it's the game, man. Oh, the, the game. What did she say? They'd wait till she was fourteen or something. To bet her, yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's terrifying. Um, they've aged up the brother, and because uh, he's the guy we saw in the last episode or in episode three, who's riding the uh, like uh, sea smoke. Sea smoke. Great name. Wait, great name. The, what's yeah. the sea smoke? What sea is smoke that? is his dragon. The the her oh, that little girl's brother. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that is that Rhaenyra's brother or is that who no. was, yeah, who was the guy that came in and like saved everyone? At, at that the was the crab keep? so that little girl that was walking around that was like 12. Okay. Uh, she has a that's twin. Her I, she has a brother. Maybe a twin. Okay. I don't know. Um and that's her brother. Cuz remember yeah, they, they doing... did some years passed. I don't it didn't feel like that many years, but like some years passed. Between I think those. it was a few years, yeah. yeah. And they're not they're not doing a gr- I mean, listen, it's Game of Thrones and like whatever, man. You you're either in the game or you're not. And if the game's a little too fast for you, fucking suck it, man. You suck. Yeah. But uh but they could hand they could hold my hand a little bit. Like they could be like, Oh, it's oh, it's the what's his name? Right? Nobody called attention to who this guy was. I was so confused when that guy rode in with a dragon. I, I kinda love that they do that because it does give me like the like a excitement to watch and talk about stuff. So yeah. like when when the TikTok video comes around, it's like uh, actually that was Sea Smoke and that's this guy. I'm like, huh, cool, I'm learning shit, You're right? Radical, yeah, radical. and I also kind of feel like it. They don't got time to do that. There's these yeah. show these episodes are so packed and they're like condensing so much time that like, yo man, I get it. Like I I might be confused, but I'm gonna keep going on the ride and trying to check it out. That's true. See, that's why I'll, I'll yeah, that's why I'll disagree a little bit with your statement about like sort of the lore stuff that they, they shoehorned in. It is, it does feel a bit shoehorned in, but I like that they're stopping to be like, hey, here's a reminder of what's at stake here. Here's a reminder. This kind of gives weight a little bit more to to the throne and all that jazz. And it gives me at least some sort of touchstone of something that I remember. I was like, oh yeah, I remember the White Walkers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be something that comes up in about a thousand years or however long this however long ago this series was supposed to be. Man, I'll tell you what though, they gotta stop reusing names. All, the, the names of every every time they announce them, I was like, Aegon, am I supposed to know that? That sounds real but, familiar. Yeah. I mean, that was the second Aegon too, right? So the first yeah. one was the the Conqueror and the so second one was Aegons. this guy. Kev, yeah. the old, old, old guy at the wall, the old maester. Yes. He was also Aegon, right? Yes. He was like the fifth. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That make, that's why I know him. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this the same guy? In my brain, I'm like, are all these people vampires? Are they immortal? I don't understand how long people <laughs> No, they're all descendants. Uh, oh, dude. Also, really quick, let me talk about a scene that I loved where the fucking like 10-year-old kid's like, I I could make a good husband and protect you. And, and, then the, the kid. and then, yeah, the other guy's just talking shit and the kid just fucking is like, all right, cool. You get yeah. to die now. Dope. It's so good. I love um, that because that I think backs up what we've seen so much of this show where it's like it's a different time. It's a different era. These warriors are a bunch of fucking buffoons like they are not war yeah. ready. And it's like yeah. at the end of the day, this guy's going to get killed by a kid because the kid's swinging around a sword. Uh, I think the kid was pretty war ready. All right. I think he, that kid's ready to rock. He baby. knew what he was doing and swinging around this big ass sword he could barely hold. Uh, yeah, and then he goes down, and he's just like, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just stabs some dude in the stomach, Tim. I don't know if you ever stabbed someone in the stomach. It's shocking. It is shocking. The so first I've time, heard, the second I've time, read. easy piece. Yeah, of after uh, that, yeah. Can I, can I say one minor criticism I have of this? Of, yes. Of, of, of the over, overall. Episode one happens, right? It just starts. And we're like, okay, it's a different show. We're not going to – it's fine. These guys are trying to have their own sense of, like, style and, and identify themselves. I guess we don't need the coolest intro ever made. I forgot you weren't here for this. I guess we don't need that, right? So imagine my surprise, Tim, after two weeks in Portugal, getting a suntan, hanging out, eating little pastries. Thank you, sir. Uh, When I start up season two, and immediately off the clip, right off the jump, we get the intro. And it's just minus Morgul, the caves, with just blood everywhere. And I'm like, huh, this was the choice they made for this. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Incredible. I fucking love it. Are you loving it? I was I was oh, a little disappointed yeah. with it, man. Really? I thought we were gonna. Oh, I, I thought we were it. gonna. I just didn't. I didn't dig the style of it. I thought it wasn't well, as th- cool th- and like as creative as the first one. 
is the first. It's the bloodlines of the Targaryens flowing through, and each of the different little things it's unlocking is like the different families. And then there's parts where it twists between each other because their families fucking each other, y'all. Yeah. You good point. Yeah. All right. Well, now you guys have good perspective. I'll watch episode five. And while going with with. with it's clear also eyes. the old Valeria or whatever the fuck it's called. The what was the mind? No it's all in that, though, right? No, but I'm just like that's what people are saying. I yeah, I mean that's that. what isn't I it, too. isn't it where the first scene was where they where they talk about the king hang, handing it down to Viserys or whatever it is. No, I don't. Th- I thought that was that temple that they were in the underground thing. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know where that was though. Mine where the where there. the big conference happens and he like chooses. I thought wasn't that Heron Hall? Like all like maybe I mean you do I don't even know yeah. <laughs> I was I just thought it looked similar. But it's you the would be king's model, gonna... says Pete Len in, in the chat, and I think he's right, and I think it, it is the, the model of um, old Valantis Valeri. Valeri. or Valeria. Valantis. <laughs> Can everyone yeah. tweet at Andy real quick and say and, and let him know that I made not one but two references to minus Morgul during yeah. this uh, during Venus. this place just. Yeah, it's I said minus, and and <laughs> make sure you spell it. Make sure you spell it minus, <laughs> or you could, or you could use, yeah, you could use the actual minus sign if you want. It's wild I mean, how many times Andy's on a show and he'll just be like, "Fuck, I miss Nick." Mm, yeah. I know he does. He really he does. I heard it. I heard it went really, really well uh, for the Rocky uh, Rocky Balboa in review. I heard that Andy was oh. super happy that I wasn't there. Mm. It was great. Wow, mm. you killed that Nick. Uh, in the the chat, people are saying that it wasn't Aegon. Um, the old guy, maester guy mm. at the wall. It was Amon, A E M O N, Amon. Yes. But he called out for his older brother, Aegon, when he was like dying. Mm. So that that's why I was tying those together. And also, uh, those are very similar names. Oh, also, A, yeah. A-, A- was Aegon the Mad King then? I don't know. Just name someone Robert for Christ's sake. Where's see? And here's where no, the see, there are Baratheons, and I think there's one named Robert that we met oh, in is. one episode. You're right. You're so right. Yeah. yeah, he was the king. The thing that I like about it, though, is like I, I, I wish they didn't use the same names like because it is unnecessarily confusing. But I get it. It's royalty. It's all the bullshit mm-hmm. that they fucking do. I mean, literally, but I love when they right give now. us the touchstones. Where it's like, cool. But no, no, no. He's the Mad King. That's what we call him. He's the Harris. He's Littlefinger. Right, he good... He's, you know, give us like yeah, the sea snake. The give us like some names that were like, OK, I can latch on to that. Uh, give Daenerys 10,000. Why never not? When they refer to that guy as the sea snake, I was like, that's the coolest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> you know you're about to go do some cool shit in the next yeah. five episodes if your moniker is the sea snake. Give me a break. Minus more cool. It was great. Sorry. I'm calling, I'm calling yeah. Kevin the land shark from now on. Great. Land Another shark. nickname. I love it, by the way. I love it. <laughs> you call me and I'll just lay down. I'll just lay down yeah. on the floor. Like, I, just, <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Let us know in the comments below what you thought Don't of Hot D this week. Um... A lot of sex, a lot of stuff. Good what stuff. What do you think about all of it? Uh, we were gonna, we're gonna be right back here live, YouTube.com/slash kind of funny for She Hulk later this week. Really exciting stuff. Um, until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.